0: Oh, good evening and welcome to the midweek fiction of the LFC day trippers. I'm Gav and with me I have Keith and Emma this week to talk about just how deadly Liverpool are really for an hour or so. Um, not many, I, I'd say the amount of people watching is down considerably considering the Europa League final has gone into extra time. But if you're off watching Rangers instead of watching us, what can I do? I can't do it you. can't, can't yeah. be helped, Keith. Can't he? Lost cause, if that's the case. Lost causes. What's the pain? Who's the patron saint of lost causes? Anyone that's
1: watching that match.
0: I don't know. St. Christopher, is it?
1: Is it Christopher? He's travellers,
0: isn't he? I don't know. Um, we'll yeah. to is that. it Padre yeah. Pio? Nah, no, can't be Padre. Is it Padre Pio? I don't know. He He's kind of, I'd say he's well up the ranks. I wouldn't say he's looking after the lost causes. Um, yeah. but I'm sure somebody will know. Yeah, it, it
1: seems like it must be a, more of a lowly saint, doesn't it, for lost yeah. causes? Yeah. It's...
0: It's, well, it's, the like
1: the, it's like getting the Minister of, of Health or something when you're in the government. It's a
0: poison challenge <laughs> Yeah, You don't want that. No. If you get the Minister of Health in the Irish government, it's like, you know, the fella yeah, in charge no. just is not, happen- Saint it's not happening. Yeah. St. Saint Jude. St. Saint Jude. Oh, hey, Jude. There you go. There you go. Is that where the, the Judas things come from then, maybe? I don't know. Or was Judas in the Bible and he was a bit Judas was well, Judas
1: was Judas. He was the one who betrayed our Lord. Right. Jude was also in the Bible different person. So you know. What was he in the Bible? I was just a, just one of the extras, I think. I don't Extra. think he was okay. I don't think he was one of the apostles, so he therefore was the I think He was in the he background. Was, he was in the background drinking gin. He was he was obviously, you know, he was he was a big, he was prominent in the Bible days, but I don't think he was one of the mainstays. Okay. The Bible days.
0: Yeah. Um Okay, well here we are. What um two minutes thirty in and all we talked about is the patron saints of lost causes and stuff in the Bible. That's how it works. What um, else would you expect? What else would you expect? Where am I going? Oh, let's start with last night. Let's start with last night because um, Kevin Chris, um, done the post-match show last night and done a really good job, as always. Um, They were really in great form, you know, and I think it was probably down to the fact of the team we, we named and the results we got. But Emma, I'll come to you first because... We all knew that Klopp had big decisions to make. When Man City don't win that game against West Ham, you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you know, you're kind of, you're happy that you haven't won, but in the same breath, you're kind of going, oh, that, that team was so easy to pick on Tuesday night and now it's not. But he manages to pick a team. Um, it's still full of quality, in my opinion, and players that have been out with a squad, um, a lot of the time come in, do a job. Get it done, and we get down to the last day of the season. Oh, Emmett's frozen.
2: Oh, yeah. no, no. I'm
0: Not are there. I thought it was you that froze. No. <laughs>
2: Did you hear any of that I question? didn't hear that. All <laughs> oh, right. I I so, it, so it so it Keith, you, are, you, are, you answer, Keith.
0: You heard <laughs> it um last night, is over here. Go on.
1: Yeah, last night was great because you know you had all these lads that that have been out of the team you're right man city dropping points right day. I, i've been listening to a lot of stuff and they've been saying they nearly you know forget about the league do you know what i mean and just if you could put all your eggs into the cup um the cup finals but it was great to see the lads getting a run out um yesterday and last night, and, and some excellent performances. Do you know, what was it, eight, eight changes from the
0: cup final? Mm, Allison. Nine,
2: I thought it was
0: nine, was it? Nine, could have been. Could have been. Allison, Allison Canade. Canade. Who's in midfield, Milner Jones? No, I wasn't players. any of them. Mane. Mm, no, Mane didn't play. Oh, not Mane, sorry. Um, who plays up front? Minamino.
2: Minamino, Jota and Bobby
0: comes on early enough for salad yeah. so it's nine changes is it? there you go For so
2: the front mm-hmm. three the midfield three yeah
0: there's yeah. a midfield Goleman.
2: milner, milner.
0: elliot and, and yeah so it's nine nine yeah. Jones, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah three
1: of the back four three of the back four the midfield three and the front three hmm. but you know the the beauty of it is um it, it it was a great performance because they all looked up for it. You know, sometimes you will see players that have been out in the cold for so long coming into the team and not maybe being at it. But I felt like there was some excellent performance. Oh, I thought It was outstanding last night. Bobby Firmino. Look, I'll be honest, I've said this before. Bobby Firmino is my favourite player the Jurgen Klopp area. I'm not saying he's the best player. He's my favourite player. I absolutely love Bobby. when Bobby is on it. Liverpool are on it, and I just thought he was brilliant last night. Curtis Jones, excellent. You know, so many good performances. Minamino, brilliant. So many of them. Um, that are, that are stepping up and they're needed. So yeah, I was delighted with that. It was one of the more enjoyable matches, to be honest, because lads that needed to,
0: to take their chance went and took it. So yeah, happy days. Jonathan wants to know: Has he tuned in to an evangelical Bible channel? (laughs) No, but we can do a little bit more later if that's your sort of thing, Jonathan. Um, So here we go. Um, We're here to uh, please the masses. Um, Emma, are you with us this time? Because if I ask this question and you freeze and you don't answer, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Yeah, don't start. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Um, Yeah, no. um, I'm the same as Keith. I thought it was really, really good, solid performance. Controlled it, I think, from pretty much start to finish. Um, I think it took us a little while to get going, but that's to be expected with, uh, like, nine changes. Lads that probably haven't played together, um, as as others have. But, um, yeah, then when we kind of got into our stride, um, yeah, I told it from start to finish, uh, same as what Keith said. Lads came in, they were given their opportunity, and in years gone by, maybe lads came in, and they didn't take their opportunity. Oh, you're gone again.
0: No, you're not. Come on, you're know. No, you're still still there.
1: You're still there. We can still see him moving, Emmett. Is this it? Uh,
0: ah, he gave off. up. He gave he just up. just gave up. Just fucked off. <laughs> um, the hand of quad. The hand of quad says, um, and this kind of says it all for me. Dave Maddock gave Firmino a six versus rating versus the Hampton and gave Origi a, a seven. <laughs> after coming on in 75 minutes. Um there, Emmett is back now. Um I don't know what you're at. Um, uh, clearly you haven't wired in that connection. Um, no. it's clearly on the Wi-Fi, and everyone in the house is using Wi-Fi. That's exactly yeah. what's happening there. Um, Keith, because I'm afraid to go to fucking Emmet now at this stage. Um, just looking through a few of them though. You know, I want to talk about James Milner first of all. Yeah, because there's there's been talks about a new contract. kind of the words coming out of him over the last week. You know, he's really talking up how good the squad is. How yeah. What a top, top football club it is. How close they are, how determined they are. Regardless of what happens at the end of the season, they'll be determined to go again. Um, You know, it. you look at him last night, and I thought he was brilliant in midfield. I really did. And listen, there'll be people there who go, he's 36 and he only does this. He was brilliant for what he was meant to do there last night. He hurried, he chased, he won the ball. He, he hit some lovely passes into nice areas. And then... Joe Gomez has to go off and he just goes right back and does a brilliant job at right back. And, we, Keith, we're looking at players like like Curtis Jones and maybe to a point, Harvey Elliott, where they're going, haven't been in here in ages. And yeah. at a young age, you can kind of go, oh, this, this prick's only put me in because he's bigger fresh, the fry, but none of that from anybody. And James Milner kind of epitomises it all from start to finish last night.
1: Yeah, I think he's been excellent lately, to be honest. When he's been coming in, he's been... You know, sometimes you can see Milner getting into a game and he just doesn't hit the, the ground running or it may pass him boy. But, you know, I think he's been in, in certain games recently. I thought against Newcastle, he was brilliant. I thought the finals of that day was excellent. You know, I just think there's so many good performances from James Milner. And what he gives you is he gives you assured, assuredness, but he gives you leadership. And when you're playing with, we've seen this in, in many a game when you, you, get like uh, Ox and Nabi, let's say, two more senior players than the two boys who were in there last night. And they don't know when to go and when to sit and things like that. And it it just doesn't look like it works. Whereas Milner, I'd say, was in these boys' ears last night. Not that they really need it, you know what I mean? But he gives you that sort of leadership on the pitch, which Henderson does as well. And, you you know, people will jump down the trout. oh Henderson and, and Milner they're no good they're, they're just uh, talkers but what them lads bring to the team the intangible stuff that you know can't be measured and can't be quantified with goals and assists and things like that the leadership they bring is just absolutely priceless for a team like us who are I would say trying to you know not get younger but Milner's 36 Hendo's 32 I think Thiago's 31 they're not young. Do you know what I mean? Fabinho must be 28, but it could be way off on that. He could be 23 for all I know. I think he is actually younger than... No, twenty
2: eight. 28 and 207 days.
1: Yeah. So, you know, they, they, they're, they're not getting younger. But, you know, when you have that experience, you have to lean on that as much as you can. And Klopp knows, you know, he's not going to start many games now, James Milner. But I'd say Klopp is looking at that and he's probably telling them weeks out, you're in that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't care what's going on. You're going to be starting that game because I'm going to need you on the pitch with an idea that there's going to be changes. Do you know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. the City one, in a lot of people's minds, the City result of that day might have been one saying, no, oh, no, you have to go strong in this. But Klopp stuck to his guns and went very, very much a change. Side. And Milner was the the one that was dictating and leading. And he goes to right back when Gomez goes off injured. And he says afterwards in the interview, look, he doesn't like it, but he'll do it for the team. And you're right, everything he's saying lately is just so much best group I've been involved with. You know, what a club, what a team. I think he's going to hang around.
0: I think I he's going
1: to he hang around. No, yeah, I think I really do. I thought he might have been wanting to move on. I thought, you know, freshen up the midfield, you have to move bodies out of there. And I thought a, a natural progression was Milner maybe moving on. And now I'm not so sure. I think. We we probably do have one lad to move out and, and he's the lad who didn't get a sniff last night, but you know.
2: I thought I thought yeah. he rolled back the years last night. Yeah. Uh like he was like it's it's look, he comes in and he's always always solid to remain, but like he was like a man possessed last night. And even on a few close up on the cameras you could see him kinda marshalling the troops and telling them what to do and it, it was really good to see and like I said, he was nearly everywhere. But um, yeah, going to right back and then saying that he hates, it's the one position he absolutely hates, but he's willing to take one for the team. I think another thing that Milner has probably done over the last while is when you look at the celebrations in the changing rooms and he's telling lads never to get bored of this or never get used to this. So, yeah, he's uh, irreplaceable. And I always say there's a door named after him at the access centre, so he can't leave.
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well if you want to name, I don't know, a sliding <laughs> door. Some others I don't know. Um anything to keep. To, uh you know anything to keep. I'm just I, I kinda of think of it, and you know, you will get people who will go, Oh, well, oh well no, you can't play all the games and kind of go, No, I know that. But I in my mind have no issue with James Miller being on a pitch twenty times for Liverpool next season. Yeah. And even if that's five starts. And fifteen substitute appearances when needed for whatever reason, I've no issue with it. I genuinely think there's enough games Liverpool will play next season where a 36 slash 37 year old James Miller could come in and do a job. Right? I'm not asking to fucking run box to box. I'm not asking to call Wardies into corners. I you know, I'm not I'm not asking to do anything outstanding. I'm asking to come in and go, listen, can you just be really solid there for me? And these are the two lads around you will run the bollocks off as well. But they'll provide the front three or they'll provide the fullbacks. And in my head, I just, I can't, I can't see why not. Because do you know what the funny thing is? If you let Milner go or he decides to go, you're probably going to end up going out looking for a midfielder that's not as good as the midfielders you have because you want someone that's going to be reliable for 20 games a season. You have him. Doesn't give a fuck what age he is. You have him. That's as simple as that. Ryan Giggs played till he was 40 in the Premier League. Now, he was built like a bleeding noodle. But, yeah. you know, and he was, like, ridiculous. James Miller's a bit more just more stock to him. But Ryan Giggs, in the back end of his career, he, I think he wins what you, you are a player of the year, and he plays about fucking 12 times. Yeah, you know, you is. just give it to him for the crack. But the thing with Ryan Giggs, team was, but the thing Ryan Giggs was, he wasn't coming on to play left wing and go white people. He yeah. was coming into midfield because he had a good left foot, he could hold the ball, and he decent vision. So he was able to, you know... Just recycle, recycle balls, yeah. And yeah. for me, in, in my head, I'm kind of thinking, and that doesn't detract from if you want many to come in and you go, right, Ox is out and Many's in. Milner's not going to take away from that transfer and you're a stronger midfielder for it. If, if you were to take Milner out of that then, even with that transfer going through and bringing someone else in, you're kind of going, what are we going to get from this fella? Yeah. And how long does it last before yeah. that 20 games isn't enough for him? And he's kicking up in January, and he's like, oh, "Look, I'm not getting enough games." And you know, it's it's hard, to, it's hard to replace. And I'm not saying for him to go on forever, but I think the evolution of this midfield probably needs Milner there for one more year, because somebody coming behind, i.e., maybe a Jordan Henderson at 33 next year, at the amount of miles he has in his legs, will will take on that mantle, but will probably play 40 times in that season instead of 20. And you know, you see the progression from there, because Milner, I think Henderson's under contract until 2025, I think. Um. So you'll probably see that progression in, in Henderson. I, oh, for me, you just can't, can't see the issue. Um, he's, he sets the tone and he sets the standards. And Klopp has said
1: that as well, you know. James Milner sets uh, the standard that everyone else has to meet, whether that be in training in the preseason when he's smashing records on loan, or whether it's at the arse end of the season when he's still the fittest player in the squad. This fella sets that he won't let others dip on and that's why that's that's you know irreplaceable priceless jordan henderson does it as well but the more of them characters that you have the better and he's the most senior of them all mm.
2: um, I, I think Klopp said that he, he doesn't think that he could do the job that he does without james milner in the change room mm. so when we're talking about playing him here and there i like even if you didn't play him i think he's probably irreplaceable in the change
0: but room. you have but you have to look at that and say No player's going to stay on for a year when they're told they're not going to play. They're just going to be a cheerleader. And I don't mean that in in a disrespectful way. Mm. If he's not playing games, he turns into a cheerleader. If he is playing games, it's an influence that has some meat behind it because he's still playing games. And it's also, as good as that Liverpool squad are, it's hard for players, I think, to have 100% respect for a fella that's not playing at all. He's just coming in and going, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. And you're going... Oh, and you're my teammate, not my fucking coach. I don't care what yeah. age you are. And that's just a natural reaction there human beings. You know, I'm doing all this work and you're doing nothing and I have no input whatsoever, but you're telling me how it should be done. Now, re- realistically, they should be listening to him. The man has 20 odd years, 20 plus years experience in top flight football. But <laughs> you know how humans work. And I know how humans work. And if Milner, I don't think he'd accept the fact that he was not playing games in any way. No, no, in another no, sort of no, no, way. But I get where you're coming from. Because Klopp... I think the biggest thing with Klopp is is that When he looks at Milner He looks at reliability Flexibility um, Doesn't give him an issue But when he's asked To do something He does it To the absolute best of his ability And nine times out of ten It's good enough For what we're looking to do And I just thought last night I just thought It kind of jumped at me last night That I think you should be looking That kind of nailed it for me Yeah you take him for another year Because he's not weakening you and he's not stopping you from doing what you want to do in that midfield. You know, Kieran Thorne says, fact is we're trying to make our squad a bit younger. Would you need a McAllister type, i.e. um Milner, type that will mould that ethic. And yeah, I'm absolutely for that. And someone will have to step into Milner's shoes. I think it would be Henderson. And that's absolutely fine. And you continue on. I'm I'm never against an older player being in there, but being part of it, not just being there for the sake of it. You know, you, you might as well get someone like um Darren Fletcher that you, as that you know you just wandering around in a Liverpool jacket, wandering yeah. into the I don't know what he's doing. I don't know like he must have found a pass or something. <laughs> Traveling, he's just wandering around going to have this pass, lads, and it's great. Um, how many games
1: do you reckon games.
0: Milner played in this year, by this
2: season? We'd say twenty
0: five. How many have we played? 62 games. We played 62. I forgot we
2: played. We played 61,
0: I think, isn't it? Okay, 61 games. I would say Milner made an appearance in about 30 of them.
2: Uh, Keith got it right. 38. 38 games. Yeah. And started 40.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. And. We're still sitting here. In this and, and the good right? thing about
2: next year as well is, is that with the five subs, and I know everybody's saying, with the five subs, what you can do is, is, this season we're rotating from game to game. With five subs, you can nearly rotate from half to half.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. not And the year. big whopper break in the middle of the season as well for a World Cup that he won't be going to. Exactly. Yeah. Bajan um, makes a great point sorry, did he, did he, sorry on, did he did come on did. tell me what it was so Millie would have done wonders in that Arsenal dressing room and if you think you know I know it's not an Arsenal show but you look at clubs that could deal with leadership and could deal with that sort of standard setters Arsenal have been crying out for that for years and have constantly picked the wrong characters you know what I mean and it just shows what a professional like Milner can do and when you get a manager like Klopp that just values that you can't beat you
0: well <clears throat> I get where Bayjan's coming from because if you look at like all the hot air that came out of Gran and Jacka after the game, didn't they? Why isn't Granny Jacka saying this to his teammates before the game or during the game and grabbing someone by the throat and nil nil and going, This isn't good enough, you know, it's all fucking hot air at the end of it for the cameras for me. Um and you know, oh, at least he's being honest. Yeah, he's being honest, but I think it's, you know, a little bit disingenuous from him. But anyway, but Milner, I think I, I I see that point because when I think of Milner like that and think of an Arsenal dressing room, I remember someone talking about Ray Parler and saying Ray Parler was a brilliant footballer and he was also a brilliant fella to have around. Ray Parler was a sort of I think it might have been Graham Stack on on a podcast, but he was he was basically saying, look, when you went away, say to a lower league team in the FA Cup, you could get turned over, but Ray Parler always seemed to be there because he his ethic was there he knew what you needed to do and he knew how to get it done and you get through a game. Now, it wouldn't be Ray Parler running the game completely, but it'd be just little things in the game that Ray Parler would do and that's where you get it from with Milner. Um, uh, um, Tacky Minamino decides to show up banging the net and um, bright as a button all night at all. I'm probably laying down a little bit of marker to say, yeah, I'm still around. Now, I'm not, I don't want to blow this out in massive proportions because he's scored away at Southampton, but a little bit of... um. A, a little bit of a, you know, shake, salute towards Klopp as if to say, "No, I can still do a job here." You know, despite the five we have and Carvalho coming in and maybe looking at someone we don't know. But he kind of he put his he put his hand up there, didn't he? Um, last night, and I, I loved I loved yeah, the performance.
2: And he he'd be one of the ones that you probably haven't seen and probably haven't seen since maybe the quarter, was it the quarterfinal of the FA Cup was the last time he played. Like he hasn't like and maybe it hasn't even appeared on the bench sometimes. So he was one of the ones that kinda of nearly needed to take the ball by the horns last night. But I mean, like even looking at him being top scorer in the FA Cup, top scorer in the League Cup, there is I, I I like tacky. Do you know what I mean? It just I just think he's taken just that little bit more, kind of, a little bit longer to kind of adapt. I still feel sorry for him every time I look at him. And even when they were going over the trophy lift at the weekend, I'm kind of like, where's Tacky? Like, I hope somebody has their arm around him because I think he, he just comes across as being a little bit isolated and a little bit lonely. But I think that if he can kind of get a little bit of confidence and I think he's worth, I definitely think it's worthwhile keeping him around, especially with Origi go. Do I, mean, I think he has a goal every... He scores every 95 minutes on average. Oh, yeah. That's unbelievable. for the, Essentially a sixth-choice sixth, uh, striker.
0: Ten starts, nine goals this season.
2: Yeah.
0: Says the hand there of God. So. The, the, the minutes per goal
1: is, is brilliant.
0: 95 yeah. minutes, I think it is, isn't it? Something 18. like that now. Mm. But
1: um, yeah,
2: like what, what more do you want from a sixth-choice uh, forward?
0: Do you think he'd be happy, Andy, I, Do you think he'd be happy to be in there? Uh, because... We, we know the five that are up there and you've seen them, right? And even if you were to say, right, okay, listen, they're going to renew Salah and they're going to renew Mane, but they're not, they're probably going to let Firmino go. I don't think they will. I think you'll see another season from all three, um, at least. Is he happy to go all oh, them are in front of me and I get in? Is, is he happy to be there for a guy that's he, shy and probably needs go, more attention? Going back and, to the
2: five subs, if it was yeah. three subs next year, I would think that he he would maybe look or should look to maybe to move, but with the five subs now, you probably will see him getting that little bit more game time. You'll see the likes of Simicast getting a little bit more game time. You might see Gomez like it's. There's going to be a lot more minutes for the fringe players there next season than there would have been this season. Like I said, the fact that it's changed the five could be changing a lot of their outlooks on whether they stay or whether they go.
0: Yeah, Keith you know, it's, it's probably an outlook thing, you know, what? after speaking about James Milner and his role in the squad, Minamino at the age he's at, um, you know, is this somewhere, do you think he's the sort of fella that would turn around, look and go, ah look, I, there's five in front of me, I'll get games here and there in the Cups and wherever. Basically, is he ready to mirror image this season, for season, next season and the season after? Even with the five subs, because, all right, you have the five subs, but is he making, A, is he making the squad and? If he is, the chances are he's on the bench with, say, Luis Diaz and Roberto Firmino. Do you know what I mean? Or, or Salah, or Mane, or Jota. Yeah, I mean, it's he's not
1: breaking into the the, the starting lineup too often, like we're not a brilliant. I love Taki. I think Taki's brilliant for his role in the squad and the output we've got out of him this season. You cannot ask for more. It's, you know, his goals have come in the cup. He's got a couple in the league. I just think he's excellent, and I think he would stay around next year because I think there's a lot to be said for playing at the very top. Do you know what I mean? So if Tacky moves on, he's not going to go anywhere. You know, that are challenging for quads that are playing the rsN the Champions Leagues. Do you know what I mean? Like so, there's a lot to be said for for getting the most out of of that experience, and. We think he'd stay. I think he, I think he'd be happy to stay and just walk around that. Now maybe not for too much longer, but I certainly think he'd be happy to give it another <laughs> season. And with Divock moving on, that's probably one, you know, one one taxi out away from to get boy. And you know, oh, oh, there's loads of places you could see him going. There's loads of places you could see him doing well, but none of them are a step up from Liverpool. So. You know, do you make that choice? Mick says, "There, if Leeds say up Minamino will go there. Leeds have been all over him like a bad smell, and it makes sense. Jesse Marsh had him at Salzburg, you know. So it's it, it is a bit of um, a bit of a common sense one, but you know, does he want to hang around another year and try and get more trophies? Do you know what I mean? He played he's, a part. He's and it
2: again it. somewhere else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If he's just kind of finding his feet and kind of... Making friends and maybe even getting to know the language and whatever. Does he want to yeah. then move and, and start again and be that the new person somewhere else? And can I can I just ask? I know that they've increased the subs. Have they increased the number that you can actually name on the bench? Yeah, nine. Or is it, so, but it's nine at the moment. But have they? So the fact that you can no, now in the use league, five you named seven, seven and use three. Oh, it? I thought
1: yeah, it was nine. Yeah. No,
0: you use seven
1: in the league. I think it's, it's nine in the Champions
0: League. Yeah, it's nine. In, it's nine in the cups, but it, it's um. From from what I remember, it's seven in the league. You use three. Now it's going to be named nine. You use five. And um, is this five subs? Is it still
1: going to be only our three named, changes?
2: We named, named nine last night. It is was Kelleher, Thiago, Keita, Hendo. Box, I didn't I think it
0: was nine.
2: No, it's, I think it's I think it's eleven. I think it might be in the in the. I always three. thought
0: the league was seven. We no, used three and nine yeah. and for five changes from nine. In the, no, listen, it could be nine. Um, well, it, was, it was nine
2: subs last night anyway.
0: Right, okay, so it's nine, but you're still using three. It's just fucking is. a fucking bit weird, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. So um, now that
2: they've increased it to five, can you name more like you can do in the Champions um, I'm not too sure. Which would be another thing that would make me think that, okay, he's not getting named in match day squads. If it increases to five subs and they've increased the number that are going onto the bench, mm. he, he'll be named in more squads.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or
2: these, these fringe players will be named the most Yeah,
0: players. but but this is going to this is this is going to affect a lot of players. You know I think I think yeah. I think it's I, I I don't even know if it, it does it give players more opportunity. I'm not so sure. I just think it gives managers more chance to rotate in games. Yeah. So if, if if we're playing a game and we say we need a goal and we bring on Jota, right? And then we bring on a midfielder and we bring on another forward, right? That's just three subs. Whereas, and you win the game. That's grand. But I think next season, you could, it could be like that game. But then you go, I'm whipping Trent off at 20 to go here. We're 3-0 up. You know, I've had to make three subs to affect this game. But we've gone 3-0 up now. I'm whipping Trent off and I'm putting on Joe Gomez. Right? Or it'll be something that young lad from Aberdeen or whatever. And then I'm going to rip up, whip Robertson off on 80. And I'm going to put Simicast on. I think it's more of a chance to rest players in game. Yeah. Rather yeah. than give more opportunity to players. You know what I mean? Now, you will have to use a bigger squad because if you're naming more players on the bench, if it goes up from nine, fair. But I think overall, I think it's just a f- I could see of being something where you go 3-0 up at half time, right? I can actually keep me three subs here just in case, but I'm going to throw on, I definitely think Thiago and I definitely think Salah needs a rest. They're off at half time. Do you know what I mean? But I still have the three there to affect the game if I need to. So, um, yeah, it's an interesting one. Um... Look, overall, last night was great. Um, I have to give a shout-out to Kanadi, who I thought was just a monster. Um, He was unbelievable. I thought Henderson was good when he came on. Um, I thought Elliot, for being out for so long, was brilliant. Um, Jones, delighted, because I think he's dropped off this season. I think he's looked a bit of... He's cut a frustrated figure for me this season um, in a couple of ways, trying things that aren't working, and then looked a bit... He looked a bit pedestrian at times for me. He wasn't moving the ball quick enough or committing enough people. He couldn't have been further from that yet last night. He was committing players. He was going by them. He was driving. He was chasing. It was a proper midfield performance from Curtis Jones. Simicast was really good. Gomez was un- unfortunate, but the talk is that that's okay. He should be fine for the Champions League final. He was he playing really well as yeah, well, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah. On the uh, back of a great performance against Newcastle yeah, recently at right
0: back. 100%. And throughout the team last night, you're seeing that the quality they you have, the drop-off may be there over four or five games for a one-off game. Um, yeah. I think... You know they've done a really, really good job. The league goes down to the last game now, and I am going to ask you how you think it might go, or how you hope it'll go, or what chances of City losing. I am going to ask that, but the big one I want—the big one I want to ask you—is and Keith, i will come to you first. And I'm going to come straight out with it: Is this the greatest Liverpool side of all time? I think it is. Yeah, I think
1: it is. I. I... Look, I'm, surprisingly enough, I'm not that old, um, but I do love looking at the history of Liverpool and, and sides. So and I'd speak to my dad, and my dad's a huge Liverpool fan. My ma's a huge Liverpool fan. They'd have gone to games. They'd have went look through the 70s teams. i would have asked people that were older as well, you know, and, and a lot of that older generation are coming around to this being the greatest Liverpool team of all time. And they would hold up, like, the, the 78, 79 team maybe as being the the best you know we'd all hold up uh, 87 88 but they would be sorted between those two i just think this team are just what they're doing and the backdrop that they it to is just unbelievable you know it's it's we've got liverpool going against manchester city right and People don't like about the Two of the best managers, of, they're the two, sorry, they're the two best managers of world football. They're two of the best managers in the history of of football. And they're so two perfectionists, but they're so opposite in what they do. So Pep Guardiola is a weirdo who micromanages and tells people how to stand and, and what body shape they should have in each moment on the pitch, you know, and that's how he manages, and that's fine. Jürgen Klopp plays, uh risk reward football and he's a perfectionist and this is the best team we've ever seen and it's a team that are taking risks all of the time do you know man city are boring to watch we've said it before and that's not a jealous bit i think they're an excellent side but that they're robotic and they're not very exciting this liverpool team are exciting they're edge of the sea, you know, swashbuckling team, but they're brilliant defensively. They're brilliant. The best keeper we've ever had. I don't care. I'm sorry. Ray Clemens fans. Look, he, he may have been a legend. Alison Becker has gone from, you know, being a 10 out of 10 to, to creating a new, new scale on these numbers because this season, my God, he's been absolutely out of this world. Everything about them is just perfect you know, like, again, if you go back to the 87, 88 team, they were a great team, smaller squad. You know, the, you're looking at Nigel Spackman sort of coming in and getting games to to shake up in the midfield if Ronnie Whelan wasn't available or whatever. You know, the, it's probably 13 or 14 players, 78 the same. This, you've got you've got lads all over the place. And last season we had them roll off, we had them dead and buried. You know, look, I was selling loads of them. I was getting rid of them. I wanted a, an overhaul of this squad. And all we done was we brought in, we brought in Ibu Kanate at the start of the season. And look at us. We brought in Lewis Diaz. Look at us. This, and that's down to this, the manager and the players and the mentality that they have. Just phenomenal. And I'd love to hear more older fans' opinions on where they rank this team. In my opinion, they're the greatest Liverpool team of all time. And people would say, no, Shankly got the league titles. Paisley got the European Cups. You know, what Klopp is doing against who he's doing it to, and not just in England, in Europe. Do you know what I mean? In Europe, it's not just Man City that have oil money. It's PSG. You've got Barcelona and Real Madrid, who whilst in the scud now, have been teams that have had unlimited resources. You've Bayern Munich that take the best of Germany. And it's just... You know, he's fighting on all fronts and he's leading it, and I, I just think they're brilliant. Bajan, again, the game was so different back there. It, it really was. The the game was totally different. Well, he again, says in the Premier League,
0: really, without a of a doubt, it's, 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 it's light years ahead of any team we've ever had in the Premier League, and I mean that. And I got, like, look, the mid 90s, we were entertaining Fowler, McManaman, and Moore, and all that stuff. 08 09 was a great. Uh, well, it was a brilliant Liverpool soil. It was, yeah. but it's nothing like this Liverpool soil would eat that Liverpool soil alive. And I love that away nine side, by the way. 13-14 was just a mental season. Um, you can't really say much more about it. But I, I genuinely think this this Liverpool soil would eat that away nine side alive. Um, simply because of the intensity in it and the bravery in it. You know, yeah. Benitez had a way of playing. he had outstanding players, and he played them perfectly. But I think the a Cyber go out and press the life out of them and literally play high lines against Torres and go, go for it. You go for it. And then absolutely go with the likes of um, Skerl, agar Hippie, uh, Carragher, wherever it is, Aurelio. I think I just think it's it's such a good team. And do you know what? I think what's com- compounded for me are kind of, I suppose... You know, set it in my mind is when I look at back in the, in the mid 80s, Liverpool lose a title in 85 to Everton, come back and win a double. You know what I mean? They lose a title to Everton in 87. They come back and have one of the greatest sides I think Liverpool have ever seen in 88. And I think the only thing lost on that 88 team is the fact they didn't go into Europe. Someone said it there earlier. Um, yeah. do you reckon, um, if they had seen them in Europe, they probably would have won two European titles. And I can't, I can't, um, Ignore that or disagree with because I just that that was a side that blew my mind as a very. When you
1: look at teams person. that had won the European Cups during that period, there was definitely at least two, at least two European
0: Cups I, to be had. There, there would have been, but I think the point you make is, is very relevant. Forget squad sizes and forget you know um, errors. I, I think, I think what they're up against. Right, and the pressure that's on every game. I said it yesterday, Liverpool have had two games, two games, right, um, this season that haven't counted. And they were two games in the Champions League, right, because they'd won the first four. Every other game has had pressure on All League Cup games, all FA Cup games, and, and most certainly all League games. They've only had two games, two games um, that they haven't been up against. I don't know. I, I think they're just an absolutely phenomenal side. I think in my lifetime, yeah, I, I think they do edge it. But someone said earlier, you probably need another league in the European Cup to absolutely cement it. I kind of go with that as well. But overall, it's an absolutely <coughs> outstanding football team. And not even an outstanding football team. I think it's an outstanding football club. Yeah. As you look at it. As a whole, it's an outstanding football club from top to bottom right now. And, you know, We'll probably be having rails with FSG in, in six weeks' times when transfers don't come in. But when you look at, they're so in the background that you don't hear from them. They're just in the background, and the club's the main man, and that's who you hear from. And, you know, you, you see the the staff, and even how the staff interact with the players on match stage, everyone gets a handshake, everyone gets a hug, everyone gets a tap on the back. Fellas You'd never, you wouldn't know their name. You know what I mean? You wouldn't even notice them walking down the street. The players the support staff, everything that's there. And and then you even look at what the club are doing with regards to ex-players. You're seeing more and more ex-players creep back into LFC TV coverage and shows they're doing. On L- it's just an outstanding football club at the minute. And I think, has it ever been in better shape? I don't think so. No. Overall, I don't think so. Is it the best Liverpool side you've ever seen? In this modern era, yes. Does... There's some circumstances, i.e., around 88, that you can kind of hang your hat on either argument because there's no real proof in the pudding there, and that's because they couldn't prove it. Um, and then when you go back even further, they're sitting there with multiple European Cups and multiple league titles. So that's a bit of a thing. But when you compare it to what they're against, they are right up there. They're just absolutely f- phenomenal. Emmet Yeah, I, that, I grew up. They win but they win the that game, game last, they win that game last night, and you're sitting there going, two games where they could literally win a quadruple here. And it, I said it last night, you're witnessing greatness regardless of the outcome here, aren't you?
2: 100%. 100%. Um, like, it's it's the most enjoyable time I can remember being a Liverpool fan. Now, I grew up in the mid-80s, and like you and, and Keith, the 87-88 team would be, What do you really kind of compare it against? I don't remember anything before that. But obviously, I was only into football, following Liverpool, and then we kind of nearly fell off a cliff. And then it was 30 years. But never in my lifetime, realistically, because I was only young at the time, have you gone from one season to the next season expecting to be in the title race. You probably naively thought you'd be in the title race throughout the, the barren years. But I'm confident, regardless of whether we win this league or not, that we are going to be pushing them for that league next year again. And the year after and the year after. But I've, I've never actually felt like that. But it's uh, it's the most enjoyable time I've had being a Liverpool fan, I have to say. That's not to say I didn't enjoy all the others. We had our spells. Um, but this is just... Yeah, I, I, I put them at just slightly ahead of the 87, 88 team. And um, yeah, what they're doing is absolutely phenomenal. You have to remember as well, you can look back, there are probably, there's very kind of few people that will remember the, the teams before that. And I'm not saying that there won't be. Back then as well in Europe, you didn't play as many games. So there wasn't that yeah. much demand on teams. Like we have played 61 games this year so far. We've won 45 of them, drawn 13 and only lost three. That's, un- that's, un- that's unbelievable. Like, it really is unbelievable. Yeah. And and to, like you said, for there to be pressure on most games, it's, it's ridiculous. And I know it's, a, it's becoming more and more of a cliche, but they are literally mentality monsters. Like it's, the, like it's whatever about them having rest between games for their bodies, the, the actual, the, 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 the emotional drain on players as well for every game to have to be a cup final is unbelievable. So look, and I know nowadays there's more to do with sports science and kind uh, of neuro- neurological stuff and stuff like that. Uh, but um yeah, I, I just, I honestly, I, I, there isn't words to to kind of say what I think of this team. They're absolutely unbelievable. I don't think we've, fair. even gone back to the 87, 88 team, I don't think... We had, and it, there is an argument to be said that we like in most positions, we've probably got top five players in the world in every single position, mm. if not the top. I don't yeah. think we've ever had that before. As no. good as the teams have been, we've never had a, a group of superstars like we have now.
0: But they're underrated and, you know what, they're superstars, not
2: they? are underrated superstars, and they're not. They're not doing TikTok dances in the changing rooms. Do you know what I mean? You, you never see them anywhere. So, like, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's such a together group. I remember watching an interview before, I think, I don't know if it was Sammy Hippie or Honcho or something like that, and they were talking about teammates. And even back then, some of them didn't even have each other's phone numbers. You watch these, this, this squad now, and even through lockdown, they're doing Zoom calls in the morning and they're having the cracking. Do you know what I mean? There just seemed to be a close-knit side, closer than any squad I've seen hmm. down through the years. Now, obviously, back in... The uh, back kind of 80s early 90s there wasn't social media and stuff like that so maybe they were but to, like as recently as show, drinking. that they don't have skirtles number or they don't have such and such as phone number or they wouldn't know how to get in contact with them i guarantee you all of these they're, they're in a whatsapp group just like me yeah. and you and your friends they're all in whatsapp groups it's just that kind of and is it that club that's done it I think you can put an awful lot at the doorstep of the doorstep of club when it comes to the way these players are and the way they are around each other. Um, and and he, he's like the move of the they move to the new training facility where you're kind of they're probably mixing with the the younger players as well. I think that's yeah. kind of that, that's helped an awful <clears throat> lot as well. And club inviting the players to come and train with the senior squad, it's just. What he's building, and, and, and I'm not going to... FSG are behind as well. I mean, they built the, the training facility. But it's just... It's the best condition I think the club has ever, ever been in. And the
0: best so position i think ever been in. I think... I think um, when, I, when I think through it and you think of the facilities we have, Bara Anfield and at, and at Kirby now, yeah. you know... Now, don't get me wrong... Th- it's a gradual step throughout the years. Money gets bigger and you're going to build better facilities. But even when you look at on and off the pitch, where we are with regards to facilities, we have the staff, we have the manager, we have the squad, we have, I think, I don't think we've seen as good. Like Hannah says that, um, you know, uh, FSG out brigade, need to listen to what I'm saying. We've never had it so good. Listen, I've no problem with people if you want FSG out, if you're willing to tell me why. Um, And listen, I'll say it before and I'll say it again. On this channel, if people have a problem with FSG they will say it. If they like FSG, they will say it. Some love them and that's it. And some hate them and that's it. And some people are very in between. I'm I'm one of those where if it's good, you say it's good. If it's not good, you say it's not good. And even Jurgen Klopp has done it, where if he doesn't think something is not is not good, if he thinks something is not good, he tell you. You know, I, I was I thought and I said I said earlier in the season I thought that the whole salad thing would be the hill they would die on. Um but when you see Not what' they so do, sure now. No, because I think when you see what what they do with Diaz when they go bang, Diaz needs to be done. Done. Um Many is being heavily linked now. Um do we need someone like that? Yeah, we do, bang, done. You know, and the salad thing, you could pick sides on it. But I I I I've said it before, I don't think there's enough information out there with regards to what's going on there in order to pick a side. But FSG will do right at times, they will do wrong at times. But overall, even taking them out of the equation, I know they're a massive factor, but true it all. I think when you look at the where this club stands, and someone said it there: if we we're sanctioned tomorrow, FFG were sanctioned tomorrow, would it affect Liverpool? Well, I don't think it would, because we don't know anything to we don't know anything to anyone. Um, but I think overall, I think yeah, I think it's the best state that this. Um, I think it's the best state that it's ever been in. I think we're so strong in all aspects of what we do now, from commercial deals to to you know. Who's who's coming on at half-time or who, who's gonna replace you? I think it's just absolutely phenomenal.
2: Look look at us in comparison, and I know it's like oh you're a Liverpool channel and you're 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 comparing yourselves to Manchester United or you're having a go at Manchester United. They're the biggest spenders. Their roof is leaking at Old Trafford. There's their training facility is an absolute shambles. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. these FSG out that want them to spend money, spend money spending money doesn't necessarily guarantee it. You're not like United have tried to spend away to what we have. And it's it's not always the way to do it. Like, do you know what I mean? I th- I've said it plenty of times before. We buy players or club buys players to suit our system. Manchester United players uh, Manchester United buy players to suit their fans.
0: Mm. Yeah. I think I think it's I just think it's it <clears throat> never lasts forever. Nothing like this oh, lasts forever. Trust me. It can last a long time. Um, like Liverpool in the 70s and 80s and, and like United in the 90s and 2000s but it never, never lasts. Um, it's all or, cyclical, isn't it? And, yeah, yeah, and that's the yeah. thing, you know, These, when you're a big
1: club and you're a top club, you, you do have that sort of inevitability that your tone will come around again. Once you're not acting the maggot which are, you know, your books and things like that, you know, once you're it's still relevant, your chance will come back because the the big ones will always be the big ones. And the name Liverpool will always be the big name. Manchester United will always be the big name. They're the two most important clubs in England. They're the two most important, two of the most important clubs in world football, you know. So we'll always have that. But you're right. Um, Emmett, they, you just have to look at how they're run and, and compare to how we're, we're doing on every facet. And it's just, you know, it's, it's absolute perfection. And people don't like to hear praise for FSG, but you know, it's not all Jürgen Klopp. They brought in Jürgen Klopp they've built the the base for what Klopp has been able to work with. And, you know, Jürgen Klopp went to them looking for a, an extension as well, which tells you what he thinks of working for them. Do you know what I mean? So it can't be any better than it is at the no, moment.
2: Here, 100%. And I, I'm not, like, saying that the sun shines out of FSG's yeah. arse. And like Gav says, if things aren't going right, well, then you do have to kind of maybe say, look, what's going on? Right, do you know what I mean? And yeah. look, they have committed to... Interacting with uh, Spirit of Shankley, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, going forward, making decisions. Uh, even that, like, do you know what I mean? Like, is a good thing. But Gav's right. If, if things aren't going right, well, then maybe we can go and say, well, listen, what's what's going on, or, what's a. But like, the, the pot shots, like it's the best season ever, and still in January, people were having pot shots, as Andy would say, the bottom reds. But uh, they got an absolute kick in the gut, like what you just said there, Keith. When Klopp came out, when he announced that he was staying and he said that I went to them. I've never had a problem with them. They've always had time for me. I'm we have a really good working relationship. And he, he was just literally burning down every FSG out uh person's like argument against FSG. Like so it's
0: brilliant. Scouts a piece of pieces, perspective, new owners of Chelsea. of Chelsky. Ches Chavsky, sorry, have said that they intend to use the same business model as FSG have used at Liverpool. Um, Look, all you can do is enjoy it. That's all you can do is enjoy it because it could, like, literally, we could be sitting here in October going, we've lost four of our first 12 games and where the fuck could we go? It can happen. It can happen. But at the moment, the way the structure is at the club, even if we go through a bit of a blip at some stage, look, you look at last season and how tough it was. We will come back stronger. You have a manager there that believes in it. You have players that are signing deals that believe in it. You players being linked that are literally, you know, they'd walk over hot coal to get to Anfield at this stage. So just enjoy it. Before we finish up, though, um, and I've really enjoyed it. We've been on 50 Minutes, but it's flown in, and um, I've really enjoyed talking about it. But we're going to do stuff in the Champions League next week, so I want to leave that for the minute, if that's all right. Um, but the league has one game left. Liverpool are home to Wolves. Um, City help the Villa well, the, Everything kicks off at 4 o'clock on Sunday Keith um, Is there any hope for us in this? Because, you know, Shawnee People are accusing Shawnee Being negative and this and the other But Shawnee is not being negative I think Shawnee's what trying to say is, Look, I hope we do it I hope yeah. we win and they lose But if we're realistic They're going to bash Villa And we're probably going to beat Wolves Handy And we're going to lose it by a point And I don't even think Sean preparing himself for the worst. I think it's just, he's trying to look at it in a in a measured manner, I suppose. Are you yeah. are you saying, fuck you, Shawnee, Um Get on the train. We're going for it on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> if I can start a row between you and Sean here, be great. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I'm not oh.
1: because I think Sean is dead right. I think, and look, sh- I'm not trying to speak for Sean. You know what I mean? Like, he, he speaks for himself. But what I think is, you know, I don't think Sean wants a uh, If we lose, not if we lose actually, if City win the league, I don't think he wants that to detract from how brilliant we are and how brilliant this season is. And and maybe I'm wrong and he'll tell me, but I just think that that is a very valid and fair point. You know, this has been excellent no matter what happens. And I just think that there's still a chance we've said this for weeks, Gav, until there's no chance, there's still a chance. And I don't care if it's Villa at, at the Etihad. And I don't care if they go 2-0 up in the first 15 minutes. If they're not 5-0 up by Bladen 60, well, then we still have a chance. Do you know? Because that can happen in football. It can turn. I Personally, I think Man City will be Aston Villa. But until that final whistle on Sunday goes... I still think we can do it. Because I, I believe yeah, I believe in aliens and I believe in witches and I believe in ghosts. But I believe in momentum and I believe in um things like that in football. And I just think fate and things like that. Man City should have had this league dead and buried. They had this league dead and buried. They were 14 points ahead of us. And I don't care what people say about games in hand. You have to win them games in hand. And if you remember back they were 14 points clear of us in the 15th of January. We had lads going to AFCON. Them games in hand were like fucking albatrosses around their neck, according to yep. everyone, because we wouldn't have Salah, we wouldn't have Mane, we wouldn't have Kate, who was having a good season as well. So it's not like the games in hand were, were gimmies. And we've got it back to them. And they had a chance to go and wrap it up on Sunday against West Ham. They got a penalty in the 96th or the 86th minute or whatever it was, and they missed it. And that kept us in. The reality is we we probably will come up short in that league and and get 92 points or whatever. I won't let that spoil the season, but I still think there's a chance. I think pressure and and Man City players, every Man City player is coming out and letting everyone know that it's still in their hand,
0: it's still in their hand. But Grealish is, current Antiochiel Grealish is being quoted as saying, I'm looking forward to lifting my fourth trophy as a City player on Sunday. If that's not a reason for Villa to frustrate them, then I don't know what is.
1: but it's so true. You know, they're saying that there's a smell of desperation and a smell of want off the Man City players. that I don't think you, Liverpool don't buy into that. You know what I mean? So I just think it's, uh, I just think it's, it's, it's still there. It's still a chance. I think we win. I think we win comfortably, but I expect Man City to win, but I expected them to beat West Ham that day as well. And they didn't. So Mm. they only need a draw. We don't need them to lose. Well, for me,
0: I I, ex- I expect City to win. I think the problems Villa have, they play tomorrow night as well, before they play on Sunday, which is which is another issue for them. I don't know what way they're going to go tomorrow night. There's talk of a few players being possibly being out for tomorrow night, but should be back for Sunday. So you, that could be something that works to their advantage. But the big thing for me in all this is that, I said before, 61 games we've played, 63 is what we're going to play. Two games where we didn't have to, Get a result. Um it's phenomenal. I think I think we will win on Sunday. I think Anfield's gonna be absolutely flying. Mark Ross there saying flying off to Liverpool tomorrow from Sydney, the quad is on. I hope for him. Just for flying yeah. from Sydney, I hope it is on. Um but I expect Liverpool to win. I think I think Anfield's gonna absolutely be flying. The City of Liverpool will be absolutely flying. Come um, early Sunday morning, Saturday night, Sunday morning, it'll be absolutely flying. Um I expect City to win. But what I, what I kind of would like to see is I'd love to see Liverpool score early, and I'd love City to know Liverpool scored early, and I'd probably yeah. love to see City go behind just to see what happens because I don't think they win many games when they go behind. I know it's a lot to ask. Um, I don't think it's an awful lot to ask for us to go in front, but I think it's an awful lot to ask for Villa to a go in front and b hold on to it in some yeah. way. But you know something, I won't give up. I won't give up hope, and although I do think Man City should beat Aston Villa I've seen very strange things happen I've seen John Barnes have a ball down near the cup, yeah, and um, with a league title in his hands and go for goal instead of going for the corner yeah. and we lose it I've seen Aguero do that thing um, I've seen I've seen Liverpool be United at Anfield in 92 to give Leeds the title when United were much better than Liverpool um, you know I've seen loads of things I've seen West Ham draw a home to Manchester United in 95 to give Blackburn uh, a league title even though they're losing their uh, at Liverpool you know, um so I've seen loads I've seen loads and loads of stuff and you never know it could happen again. It could absolutely happen again. The way I look at it is um QPR put up to Man City on the last day of a season. Canvilla, yeah, they're probably a better side than QPR were that day. Man City yeah, better than they were that day, but, but the mentality thing is huge and stuff spreads through stadiums. If the word comes that Liverpool have gone one, up, two 0 up, it's kind of fucked, they are winning. You know, that little cushion is not there. They're now top of the league. We're drawing, yeah. they're top of the football. As it league. stands. Yeah, yeah, as it stands. So I'm I'm hopeful. Head says, you know, City win, Liverpool win. Hart says Hearts says actually uh Villa win and um, with a breakaway goal to win two one on I was the thinking that as well. 19, slips in, Danny Ings. No, I have a feeling for that look guy, Ramsey that plays for them. Um I don't know if he's still injured, but I have him in my head. But anyway, um and I'm gonna go completely with my heart if that's okay. Um because why not? You know what I mean? it because my head is fucking wrecked with the season. <laughs> so all I really have left is the heart. So look, I've said it before and I'll say it again, regardless of the outcome of Sunday or the Saturday following that. Um you're witnessing greatness, this Liverpool side and they've two cups down it's not in their hands this week. They play an absolute behemoth of a team, um, European Cup-wise, um, when it comes to the 28th of May. And regardless of what happens, win-lose, well, you can't draw, but win-lose, or lose, um, I just think it's it been an absolutely phenomenal season and I'll be absolutely bang-up for it come the start yeah. of August. So that's how I take it. Emma, um, yeah. are you somewhere in between that? Are you
2: no, I'm pretty, pretty much the same. Look, Everybody, like he said, everybody expects City to go out and dispatch of Aston Villa. But probably everybody expected them to do that against West Ham, probably even against Spurs, against Crystal Palace and Southampton this season. Yeah. So And like you said, Gav, you see strange things happen, and I've said it before, strange things happen at the back end of seasons. Uh, okay, Villa aren't kind of fighting for anything other than pride, and I would imagine now with ex-Aston Villa player coming out and saying what he supposedly said about lifting the trophy, they kind of have a little bit more pep in their step to kind of like stick it to him. Mentality-wise, I think it is. You're right. Mentality-wise, I think they're, they're talking an awful day. It's nearly like the players are trying, and they have been now for the last six, seven weeks, it's nearly like they're trying to convince themselves. Yeah, It's not like they're trying to convince anybody else. They're trying to convince themselves. So... We're doing the chasing. The pre- I think the pressure's off us. We have to just have to go and win the game. Mm. They, they're they going into that game knowing that they have to win. They could go and start trying to force it. We've seen them force it. I think it was the Crystal Palace game. Wasn't they? they they forced an awful lot. Yeah. Um, what you've seen that probably you haven't seen of Liverpool uh, in a few games as well is City getting on at each other. You actually see them moaning at each other. Um, so the pressure's all on them. We we have our two cups. We just have to go out. We'll be. I think we beat Wolves easily. The pressure is on them to win on Sunday, are they've literally thrown away a league where they were fourteen points ahead in February.
0: And could finish that's the an, season. that's
2: that's that's immense pressure and I'm finish the season with nothing. Mm. Yep. So um, look again, you would expect them to 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 dispatch of Aston Villa. I think Aston Villa probably play. A little similar to the way West Ham play. They get the ball up. Watkins holds the ball up. And you've got runners coming off them. Much the same as what Antonio did last weekend. So, look, who's to say? If, if, if Villa can hold out, and I know you're saying maybe if Villa go ahead. I'd like them to go ahead, but maybe not too early. Yeah. When when, when teams go ahead against Villa... 92 against, minutes. sorry. With four minutes, yeah, that'll, that, that'll that do. Yeah, that'll <laughs> <deal>. <laughs> uh, The ninety-third minute with two, when there was only two minutes added on, that would yeah, be yeah, even better. Yeah. Um, but um, look, and everybody's saying, "Oh, they don't. They only have to draw. Villa don't have to beat them. We just need a draw, and we win. As long as we beat Wolves, we win it." Yeah. But um, I just something says there's something to me says there's that twist. I just have this in me. But again, and I said it last week. If we don't win it, an absolutely fantastic season, I wouldn't change anything, any part of it. Obviously, you would change draws and stuff like that. You know what I mean. wouldn't change any of it. I'd do it all again. Um, and we just know that we're going to be there again next year. It's not like 08, 09 and 13, 14, where you thought, like, this is a chance shit, we've blown it. We're going to be straight back and and fighting with them for the league next year. So, look, whatever happens on Sunday... I really enjoyed this season. I do think there's a twist in it. I'm praying there's a twist in it, but I won't be devastated if we don't win. I'll be I'll be gutted, but not devastated
1: because we, we didn't blow it. That, that's we the key. When it. The people no, can't you say you you're not
2: 14 points behind yeah. in February. You don't buy. And all these, I bottled the ball. What we, we, yeah. we got back? We pulled 14 no, points when you're back. Pulling, on the- when you're
0: pulling 92 points over season, no. not bottom Yeah. Unless you're, unless you're sitting on 92 points after fucking 31 games or 32 yeah. games and you're going, you're right in and then you just completely collapse. But no, all that bottling. There's only
2: one team can bottle this league let's city. Yeah. And they've done a decent enough job of it so far. Just continue it on on Sunday, lads. Yeah. I
0: think the difference I think the difference with Liverpool, and you talk about pressure is, in eighteen nineteen, the pressure was on Liverpool because we hadn't won a title in so long. Yeah. yeah. Now that's, that's not on air back. We're going into going, yeah, yeah. We won the title the year before last. You won it back, and they are going to probably retain it. We've two cups. We're going to the European Cup final. I'm not saying it doesn't mean that to Liverpool, but it's not like Liverpool are going in absolutely desperate. And you, and it's I'm, not the I'm, Holy Grail anymore. Exactly, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not sure if Pep in 1819, thought When that league was won, we've broken Liverpool. That was their mm-hmm. pinnacle. 97 points. We've broken them. They can't do it. Look, I'm nearly sure Peppa's probably thinking, if even if we win on Sunday, these fuckers are absolutely coming for us um, yeah. next year. Regardless of Haaland or whoever else he's signing. Because I have I do, I've Shiny said it a couple of times, and a few other lads have said it. They feel that Liverpool will come out of the blocks next season and be absolutely imperious. Um, you know, and adding one or two, I think just five subs, you know, um, top season champions league groups, you know, that sort of way. It's it's just I think Liverpool, I, I agree with people that have said Liverpool will come out absolutely all guns blazing from the start of next season. Um we might leave it there. Um as I said, the last get league game is on Sunday, then we have a week running into the Champions League. So next week we'll probably do some stuff on all Champions League games. We look forward to the game itself. Um and we just have a nice week doing what we do. Um today is Wednesday. We're off tomorrow. Sports unplugged on Friday. Um, we will have won't have um full time reds on Sunday, we will have the Fatback Four on Sunday after the game. Oh, could um, be amazing. Could be. We'll be on cans anyway. Cams yeah. are absolutely necessity on Sunday, <laughs> right? Anyone that turns a bro can fuck off on Sunday, yeah. basically. Um, and from next week then, we will have uh, winners and losers, which should be good after the final day of Premier League season, when all sorts of shit can happen. <laughs> um, but Michael Ateta will definitely get a nod, I'd say. Um, if Phil is on, he'll probably be talking about coloured corner flags or something yeah, like that. Yeah, f- absolutely, head case. And yeah. of course, next week we will go Champions League. You will see Emmett, you will see Keith, you will see Shawnee, me, Chris, Kev, um ash you'll see ash um ash was on last week he should be on again next week and you'll see phil and you'll see others and right throughout the week we'll be doing shows right up we won't be doing anything on champions league day because like literally all the boys are on the piss right so (laughs) just let let me put it out there all the lads are on the piss but we will do something on the sunday night regardless whether we win or lose the european cup if that's okay um fail is our sponsor not their sponsor, they're a charity partner. Why do I get that wrong? Every single fucking show. Um, but they are a partner. We're closing in on five grand. I think we're about 100 quid short of five grand. We have two spots left for the golf day with regards to sponsoring one of the holes. They are 100 euro each. If you want to do that yourself, great. If you have a company or someone you work for or any other individual that wants to give us 100 euro for that sponsorship, we've two left. You can go and do that. Um, and also the link to find out about Failicon is in the description along with the uh, donation page spread the donation page around as much as you can because we are going to top the five grand i'm delighted with that but we will have to get to ten emma anything else before we go no all good just
1: mm.
2: looking forward to sunday now
0: good good Bring so um, can't believe we're two weeks away from the first trippers quiz of the summer hey eh, gav hey eh? <laughs> says red steve yeah we will um you know how our summers go transfers quizzes uh, drafts, Sean losing his fucking mind and anything else we can think of. If you have any suggestions, we have got a viewer's show coming up that should start next week. It'll actually start two days before the Champions League final. So, um, getting the views of viewers, um, next Thursday night will be good. It just means my Thursday nights are fucked now. Um, I don't get me <laughs> Thursday nights off because I've committed to another show, but our viewer's show will start fingers crossed next Thursday. So, um, make sure to check that out and keep an eye out for it. Keith, anything else before we go? What song? Oh, what are you listening to at the moment?
1: Um, I haven't listened to that now in a few days. I'm so, I was listening You've to been it very created, quiet
0: the uh, last few days, yeah. <laughs> I, I know, do you know, what quiet. do you know what
1: I've been listening to? Right? right. I, I made a playlist, yeah. Uh, no, no, not far off, right? Not far Sinead off. O'Connor. I made it, no, a Sorry. 70s middle of the road playlist, right? On, so Spotify. on Spotify, send us yeah, the link. So, man. It's, so it's got like the Carpenters and it's right. got the Eagles and it's ah, got, yeah. got Hotel California. Carly Simon and all that sort right. of stuff. And if I do say something myself, it's pretty brilliant. Right. But, you know, it's not for everybody. It's not for everyone. You know what I mean? But, okay. yeah, a bit of a uh, middle of the road, 70s music. Okay.
0: Heirs um, of the Cops says something here that's triggered something. He says, day, trappers, day Trippers darts. Now, you're funny you say that, right? I'm not, we're not going to be playing darts. But we are looking into this bit of technology that we can bring out with us literally anywhere. And we can stream, right, from it in this sort of HD and we can put all the, we can look exactly like this and we're holding this bit of technology in our hands which we are looking at so we could just go and have points and play darts and set this up couldn't we yeah we could yeah. we could just have the best summer couldn't we <laughs> yeah just doing all sorts <laughs> of yeah, hot girl summer
1: yeah yeah we could do like do. um
0: we could go and play like uh I'd look, do you know what I'd love to play Now we yeah. think, sorry for dragging you, you just have to go no to bed <clears throat> Lawn balls. Balls? Yeah, I'd love uh, to play yeah. lawn balls. I don't know if they'd let the likes of us into the
1: lawn bowls. I know I'd, w- I'd
0: wear like um oh man shorts and all oh, and white socks up to <laughs> yeah. me. just below yeah, like well. the knees. I
1: have that a force. The four shot and we're all laity and the opening. They hear that sound. Hands sh- yeah, open. Yeah. open. It might be a red flag. And it might yeah. be like, yeah. hold on, Farquhar, get these. Yeah, out. He, get he looks out. across. Yeah. Looks across.
0: Names in here. Four <laughs> cans yeah. of course yeah. sitting on the ground and five smoke butts beside it. <laughs> don't, think, don't take that kind and use it as an ashtray. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, listen. Laszlo says, says it's a where's webcam.
1: The jack? Where's Le- the jack?
0: <laughs> Laszlo says, is it a webcam? No. No, this is like trust me. This stuff is proper, proper gear. It's um, deadly. Something was recommended to me. Pub games is heirs of the cup. We could, we could do pub games. We could. Yeah. No, I'd love to play that. Can you can you send me on the link to that middle of the road seventies gear? Deadly. Um, We could we could also have like um, we could play you know that foot golf. Yeah. We could invite people to play that with us. Yeah, there But it'd go. have to be near a pub. I'd love to play one where it's near a pub where you come off the 18th and you just go in the pub.
1: Well, the one out there
0: beside you, isn't it? That there way, the White House. And yeah, the there's one there, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is, there is. Yeah, we yeah. could do that. There's also one in Hout. There's
2: one on the back of the old mill in as well.
0: Yeah. Scouts of a piece brilliant. of what the fuck, have you like 90? No, just some long balls. There's something very skillful about that game. Yeah, I like it as well. And Corlin as well. But Corlin's
1: really a bit, I think, just a Scottish player, yeah, but it's the same principle, isn't it? It's played and get it in, knock the other one out, and get closest to the middle. Same mm. game, just on ice. Yeah.
0: Gav walking around town with Snapchat live camera sunglasses. No, it's <laughs> not that either. Trust me when you see it. it listen, it's costing a lot of fucking money. Um, and genuinely, if if we if we get it, it's good. I've Sean Keith and if Sean Shiny and Shiny L- Keith is just a, you just say yeah, yeah, that looks cool, don't you? Where Shiny you just go into it a bit more and have a look at, and he'll tell you if it's shite. But um, it's not. Yeah. Um, the they was solid, solid Sunday dinner. The they one of the best Sunday dinners around anywhere. Doing that rock. Um, he will to get into it. If it. anybody wants the link to Keith Spotify, let us know in the comments, and we will throw it up in our community tab because yeah. Keith has claimed that it's the best Spotify playlist of all time. I think is what the word It definitely yeah. is. If you like the Carpenters and you no, like. No. For seven a shit. Like, this is the best. Yeah, um, this is the, the best time. Um. Dylan Rook says Deer Park is gone. I think the golf yeah. course there mm-hmm. now. Um, oh, Deer Park had the foot golf, they had the foot golf, I think. Yeah, they twenty six holes, but they took out nine and put in the foot golf on the probably the best nine on the bleak course. And then, um, but I, I don't know if that one's if they've if they've done away with the foot golf up there, they've made a bollocks of it should have left the golf there um, yeah. but I don't know should they all lo- lo- live watch along for the final it's a bad ground um, we don't, don't do watch alongs um, couple yeah. of reasons one we can't understand why anyone would watch us watching yeah. football and the second reason is none of the lads will do it yeah. they're like no not doing it right cool um, take the you know what's killer
1: right before we move off right? I don't know watch along with Jamie on, on mm. this channel we don't live against Fulham yeah lost <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nightmare, but my tell my stream was like a minute behind Jamie's, and it was just like, This is a lot of bollocks. Do you know what yeah. I mean? it was an absolute nightmare. That, <coughs> yeah, uh, Jamie was holding himself, he didn't want to lose a when he was watching it. I was miles behind what he was saying, and it's like, Nah, this isn't a, a loads of others do, but it just doesn't really suit us. Do you know what I mean? Who, who'd want to watch us watching football for
0: fucks? exactly? Um, I don't understand it, and we're not, we're not, we don't no it's just not us Um, yeah. take the trippers around Ireland for a road show it's his own book Um, the road show would probably consist of me Shani and Keith and maybe one or two more that tag along to be allowed out for a week and we'd probably just go into pubs um, and chippers and then we'd probably sit down for a chat about football and may record it I don't think anyone yeah. would turn up I don't think anyone we certainly wouldn't charge anyone to come and watch watch us talk about fucking the stuff we talk about. Um, But listen, you never know. Um, COVID's over so we may go on a little Adventure um at some stage. Um, yeah, the trippers that, band
1: together and take her on the
0: road. The trippers band together. You walk into any random pub in Ireland in the summer of 2022, and Keith will be sitting there playing the East Enders tune on a tin whistle. Yeah. <laughs> what more could you want from a summer <laughs> holiday in Ireland? um yeah. Let me see. The old people's home near the, near me as a space if you want to. Gav, they even have containers for your false teeth. Is this because of the bolts? I think yeah. it's. An, do you know what? I think Bowles is a comp- seriously underrated game. I think it's yeah. very, very skillful game to play. Um, it's a game. It is. It's a game of precision. It and is. I'm, I'm going to go and play. Fuck yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go and play. So um, that's Keith. That's Emma. That's Gav. That has been the midweek fix for this week. Um, as I said, we have a day off tomorrow. We'll be back on Friday with Sports Unplugged. Hit the like button on your way out if you want we can't ask anymore for fuck's sake. Um, subscribe if you want. It's always free. It's always here. It's always a laugh. And um, you're getting Spotify your fucking stuff and all over. One more. Over <laughs> right, now. Sports social podcast network.